Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join with me, as always, is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. We did it. Hey, Miggy. We did it. We beat Boston by a score of 115 to 109 behind a very strong Joel Embiid um, performance. You know, really took over defensively, offensively, scored a whole bunch of points, was just always there at the right time, and man, he he took over the game, I thought. What'd you think, Chris? Well, uh, we were forced to talk about how Charles Barkley and Shaq want Embiid to dominate for a couple days now, and he absolutely did. 38 points. Uh, He was just, he got buckets from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, which is really nice to see. He was getting doubled a whole lot. He was doing. He was making good decisions from the very beginning of the game, finding people passing, uh, and then sometimes just saying, "Like I'm just going to get this bucket right now." You know what number I like the most was the uh, number of turnovers. Two yes, turnovers for the guy. You know, really played within himself, and he really looked super locked in. I, I was quite impressed. And, and he, and know. he went into the final four minutes of the fourth quarter, having already had two turnovers. Oh, and yeah. I thought, I thought he's going to at least get to twelve by the end <laughs> of this game. You just pull like a, uh, a Raptors thing, just five turnovers in a row. Uh, listen, he but... was really good down the stretch. It was a little bit of Embiid the closer. Oh, absolutely. Which we heard rumors of. Close it out with uh, some good free throw shooting, and um, but unfortunately, with things that come that are good our way, sometimes bad things come our way, and another. Ben Simmons is kind of not looking great, looking like uh, he just didn't look like he was able to get to the basket at all, was trying to be aggressive, but just shot down. Was that just the Celtics, just being the Celtics? It's it's always the Celtics. I'm sure that he has some PTSD around that stupid parquet floor and just that being in that whole place. Um, they have big bodies all over to shut him down, but... I give credit to Charles Barkley for pointing out at halftime, Kemba Walker is a small man. Now, Charles Barkley called him <laughs> five foot two, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But it's a point well taken. Ben needs to dominate when Kemba is guarding him, which was a lot of the game. And he really, <laughs> he really didn't. No. I just felt like he, it's just so strange. You know, I feel like, it's so easy for the league to game plan against him, you know, at this point. It's just like just stuff the paint, just wait for him to pass out when he tries to drive in when he inevitably doesn't do it. And then if you foul him, he shoots fifty seven percent from the free throw line. Like it's just He made two big free throws at the end. That's true. Give that him credit. True. I, must, uh, I don't know what else I can give him credit for. I was calling for, for Trey Burke at some point. I'm not proud of it, but Ben, that's that's what you're doing to me. <laughs> Uh, he did play well defensively, I thought. You know, he had a lot of, uh, he had a few signature steals on that one block. And um, even that was hit or miss. Like, to... I think these, the two ends of it, you know, contribute to each other in terms of his confidence. I don't think he did great with Kemba, uh, at least in the first half. Well, Kemba was, yeah, definitely not in the first half. I would, I would agree with that. But Kemba's going to, you know, just kind of blow off like that. You know, he's going to come out. I mean, what did he score, like 51 points on us last year when we had Jimmy Butler and all that good stuff? Yeah. I mean, we just kind of get roasted by those kinds of players. That's like the Sixers' way. Yeah, it's fine. 
Can we talk about how Al Horford didn't play? I have some thoughts. Let's hear those thoughts. So, I mean, statistic or mentality. (laughs) Okay. All right. Embiid plays better without Al Horford. That is a mentality. Absolutely. Look, it's... It's just it's this pet peeve that I have that we put we replaced a shooting guard with a center, and there's all this talk about Embiid. Is he having fun? Is he is he dominating? Is he motivated? Is he in shape? Maybe there's just another guy clogging the paint at all times. Tonight he didn't have that guy. He had Mike Scott instead, who was unconscious from three for a while, and things were kind of easier. I mean, listen, if you take Jimmy Butler off the team for, you know, what he brought to the table and what he took off the table, and then obviously J.J. Redick, you're going to have some growing pains, though, right? It's been, you know, quarter of the season. He missed a bunch of games due to injury slash suspension. I feel you. I hear you. Our closing lineup. I asked you last time. I asked you last time if we remove Horford and add Matisse. That was our closing lineup tonight, and we looked really good. Oh, man, we are up at the shake minute. Oh, oh, let's go. What do we got? Ben didn't take a three. Nope. Really defying Brett. Uh, suicides. I kn- refs are calling a lot more offensive fouls, which are leading to stupid, ugly flops. Kemba threw himself across the floor, and it was awful. Terrible. We should talk about we should talk about tomorrow. Pelicans, return of JJ. What do you think, Miggy? Well, I think it's gonna be a little less exciting because Zion's not playing. But either way, I think we got to be careful. You know, this is a back-to-back coming off an emotional win, and we just got to be careful and take care of business. I expect polite, mediocre applause for JJ's return. 